Section 6 of Stories of Starland. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Pinchcliffe. Stories of Starland by Mary Proctor. Section 6 The Giant Planets. The Planet Saturn. Harry had spent a most delightful evening looking through Uncle Robert's telescope at the little moons of Jupiter, and he also had seen the planet Saturn with its rings and moons. Next evening, when his sister came to talk with him, he had many questions to ask her. First of all, he wanted to know what the rings were made of. Millions of little moons, replied his sister. I wish you could see Saturn and its rings through the great telescope at the Lick Observatory. It makes such a pretty picture. Like Jupiter, the planet Saturn is surrounded by clouds, but they are tinted with blue at the poles and yellow elsewhere, and dotted here and there with brown, purple and red spots. Around the centre is a creamy white belt. Then there are eight moons that accompany Saturn in its journey around the sun, but they give very little light to the planet since if they could all be full together, they would give but a sixteenth part of the light we receive from the moon. Why is that? asked Harry. The planet Uranus. Because Saturn is so far away from the sun, replied Mary. Next to Saturn we find Uranus. This planet was first seen by William Herschel, who afterwards became one of the greatest astronomers the world has ever known. When Herschel was a little boy, his home was in Hanover. He had great talent for music, and when he was 14 years old, he joined the band of the Hanoverian Guards. What a proud boy he was when he dressed in his uniform. However, pride must have a fall, and it was not a very long before he wished he had never entered the army. Just about this time, war broke out between France and England, and as Hanover belonged to the English, it was attacked by the French. The Hanoverian guards were badly defeated. Herschel spent the night after the battle hiding away in a ditch, and the next day, assisted by his friends, he ran away to England. And there he continued his musical studies, and some years later he became a fine organist. Did he have to play a big organ like the one in our church? asked Harry. Something like that, I suppose, said Mary and he played very well indeed. He learned more and more about music, and in the evenings, when going and coming from the church, he used to notice the beautiful stars overhead, and he wished he could learn something about them. Just the way I feel, said Harry. I get Nurse to pull up the window curtain at night so that I can see the stars from my bed, and they seem to laugh and wink their little eyes at me as if they knew I was watching them. Did Herschel have a telescope like the one Uncle Robert has? He was not so fortunate, but he wanted one very much indeed. So he borrowed a telescope from a friend, and every night after practicing in the church, he would amuse himself looking at the stars. He longed to have a telescope of his own, but he found that they cost more than he could afford to pay, so he decided to make one. He bought all that was necessary, and turned his home for the time into a workshop. He had a dear, good-natured sister named Caroline, and she did all she could to help her brother. Sometimes he was too busy to eat, and she used to feed him. When he was tired, she would read to him from the Arabian Nights. 
the same book I have? asked Harry in surprise. The very same, and this helped to pass away the time while Herschel polished away on the great mirror of his telescope. When the telescope was finished, people came from far and near to see it. One evening, when Herschel was gazing at the stars with this magic glass, he spied a star not marked down on his charts. Something wrong here, thought Herschel. This must be a comet. But after noticing it for a while, he found that it was not a comet, but a planet or wanderer among the stars. Difference between planet and a star. How could he tell the difference? asked Harry. When I looked at planet Jupiter last night, it looked like the stars, only rounder and bigger. The planets are so much nearer to us than the stars that we can follow them as they slowly creep between us and the stars in their journey around the sun. The stars are so far away that we would have to watch them for thousands of years before they would seem to move at all, yet we know they're moving. Are the stars moving? said Harry in surprise. Yes, they are moving, just as distant steamers seen at sea are moving, but they're so far away that they can seem motionless. Don't you remember how we used to watch them from the seashore? Still, they were going as fast as steam could take them. We might compare the steamers to the stars, and the little boats nearer the shore were more like the planets. We could easily follow the boats with our eyes as they danced over the waves, and in the same way, we can easily follow the planets as they creep across the sky, because they are so much nearer to us than the stars. The new planet was called Uranus, although at first the friends of Herschel wanted to name it after him. Next to Uranus comes the planet Neptune, which was discovered before it was even seen. The discovery of planet Neptune. How could that happen? asked Harry. Because Uranus behaved so strangely, replied his sister. The planets attract each other. For instance, the Earth is swayed to and fro by Jupiter and Venus, and a great struggle is going on among the planets in the family of the giant sun. It could be plainly seen that Saturn was taking part in the struggle and dragging Uranus toward it, but something beyond the newly discovered planet was pulling in the other way. There must be another planet, said the astronomers, and they were right. After puzzling over the problem, two astronomers found the truant and announced exactly when and where it was to be seen. And there it was, nearly exactly where these learned men said it would be. The new planet was christened Neptune, and it takes about 164 years to go around the sun. It is so far away from the sun that it only receives one nine hundredth of the amount of light and heat that we receive on planet Earth. Then it must be very cold on planet Neptune, said Harry. And very dark also, said Mary, since from this planet the sun only looks as large as an electric light seen at a distance of a few feet. Is it true? By Morgan Groth. She stood where the winter sunlight seemed opening into the skies. She was only a little girl, you see, and a teacher was old and wise. You never can be promoted, that wise, wise teacher said, for the lesson you need the most of all, you leave unlearned, little maid. I didn't like to say it. Her answer was grave and slow, that the earth goes whirling round like a ball, for I don't see how they know. I'll write it down on my paper, the one that I hand to you, 
But when I die, I shall find the Lord, and ask him if it's true. The classes were called without her, and the school days come and go, and the other children wander and wait. Is it hers alone to know? Sometimes in the empty schoolroom, the teacher is left alone, with the echoes that linger about the place, and call from stone to stone. And lo, with this world's learning, before his wandering view, he goes to his Lord, his all-wise Lord, and asks him if it's true. From Child Study Monthly End of Section 6